trust the movement I negate the chaos Uplift the negative I'll show up at the table Again and again Welcome to Grassroot Ohio Conversations with everyday people Working on important issues Here in Columbus and all around Ohio I'm Carolyn Harding And today I would like to share my take My personal opinion on an Ohioan with an infamous past, my great-great-uncle, Warren G. Harding. It's been just over 100 years since his election and inauguration, and I've been doing some deep diving, reading books, talking with family, trying to prepare myself to deal with an upcoming event in Marion, Ohio, where my extended family will gather together, my elderly parents, my sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins I haven't seen for years, and some I have never met. Most folks with very different politics than my own. When I saw the lineup of speakers for the dedication, I was aghast. I've protested most of them many times with signs, fists, petitions, testimonies, rallies, marches, grassroots Ohio shows, and at the ballot box. So what do I do? Do I show up as a family member or do I show up as an activist? I've decided to show up here as an activist and show up there as family, if I can. For today's show, Warren G. and me, I'm going to share an opinion piece I've been working on from my lens, my perspective of my great, great uncle, Warren G. Harding. Then I'll play the testimony I gave in 2018 opposing Ohio Senate Bill 250 the precursor of the current anti-protest bills in the Ohio legislature, HB 22, HB 109, and Senate Bill 41. Bills, if passed, will felonize our right to peacefully protest our First Amendment right. Both my opinion piece and the Senate Judiciary Committee testimony are fueled by my relationship with Warren G. Harding. Thanks for joining me today. I'm a grassroots activist. For the past 10 years, I've been working with other activists to protect Ohio's water, air, and soil from fossil fuel extraction, fracking, and the massive amounts of radioactive, toxic, liquid, and solid frac waste being injected and dumped into our farm fields, watersheds, landfills, and communities. I'm the middle of five daughters from a religious family and a staunch supporter of women's rights for equal opportunity, pay, and reproductive choice. For the past two and a half years, I've been the producer and host of Grassroot Ohio, a weekly talk radio podcast show. My guests work on the front lines for justice, environmental, racial, social, economic, most often without much support or pay. They see harm and take action on climate change frack waste contamination, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous rights, LGBTQIA plus rights, women's reproductive rights, voters' rights, workers' rights, a livable wage, a Green New Deal. This month, my family will gather in Marion, Ohio to take part in the dedication of the new presidential site. We are gathering to honor my great-great-uncle, Warren G. Harding. Growing up, just about everybody who knew anything about history would tell me that Warren G. Harding was the worst president of the United States. 
I would immediately experience a gut punch of humiliation, which then settled in as layer upon layer of shame. For years, our family kept a lot hidden away, locked up. An odd twist as many family members worked in mental health, and most folks know that therapy, talking through one's fears, hidden and locked up secrets, can help heal the human psyche. But time and books and lawsuits and DNA tests have revealed a lot that we didn't know growing up. I'm grateful to the family members who stepped up to discover and share the truth, to open up the secrets and to move us forward. I know more about my great-great-uncle's life, his complicated, clever wife, his administration, his strengths, his weaknesses. Some I admire and respect, some I do not. Family lawyers that Warren G. Harding played ball with my grandpa and his brother Warren when their own father, George Tryon, Warren G. Harding's brother, couldn't play with them due to his heart condition. Warren G. was kind to them. He loved newspapering and supported freedom of the press. He knew how to carry a tune and on just about every instrument, too. He once boasted that he played every instrument but the slide trombone and the E-flat cornet and used his musical knowledge to organize the Citizens Cornet Band, which played at both the Democratic and Republican parties' rallies. And I'm grateful that Warren G. Harding commuted Eugene V. Debs' charge of sedition, releasing him from prison on December 25, 1921, his first year in office. He pardoned the Socialist Party leader who had been sentenced to 10 years in prison for his anti-war speech in Canton, Ohio, on June 16, 1918. I asked President Joe Biden to do the same for another prisoner locked away for revealing U.S. war crimes, Julian Assange. President Biden, drop efforts to extradite Julian Assange from Britain and prosecute him. Protect freedom of the press. Pardon Julian Assange. As a feminist, a wife, and a mom, Warren G. Harding's multiple sexual romantic affairs was deception, period. And the payoffs to keep his mistress, Carrie Phillips, quiet was corrupt. But his denial of paternity of Nan Britton's daughter, Elizabeth, was cruel cowardice. He appointed qualified, capable cabinet leaders, but when the unscrupulous few lied, stole, and abused their position, he failed to call them out, ring the alarm, blow the whistle. He was silent, complicit, deception, corruption, cruel cowardice, complicity is still thriving here in Ohio politics. From First Energy's HB6 scandal, a nearly 61 million bribery scheme to elect Representative Larry Householder to lead the Ohio House of Representatives, pass House Bill 6 to subsidize two failing nuclear plants and then defend that law against a ballot initiative to block it, to Governor Mike DeWine's cozy connections with key HB6 players, a financial beneficiary of First Energy, and yet he claims his hands are clean, and in the wake of the newly passed Texas SB8, the six-week abortion ban, we don't forget that women's reproductive rights have suffered huge reversals in Ohio under Governor Mike DeWine's watch. We look at Marion, Ohio's congressman, Jim Jordan, 
his outright support of Trump's big lie, a likely subpoena for the January 6th insurrection, and his claim that he knew nothing as OSU men's wrestling assistant coach, working alongside Dr. Richard Strauss, who sexually abused at least 350 male athletes, including 47 allegations of rape across at least 15 sports between 1978 and 1998, Jim Jordan needs to be held accountable. When Senator Rob Portman refused to vote for Trump's abuse of power impeachment and voted to acquit Trump after the January 6th insurrection, Rob Portman played it safe, silent, complicit. Even every man, Senator Sherrod Brown, evaded climate change warnings and the scourge that fracking would have had, would have and has had on our water supplies, our air and soil. When I approached him many years ago to ban fracking as other states had done, he commented, isn't it a done deal? Then there's former governor, John Kasich, coattail touring with John Kerry to promote climate awareness. When 10 years ago, he and his administration rolled out the red carpet and ushered in the massive fracking onslaught of Ohio. We are all human beings and we all fail. Every politician I mentioned above has most likely initiated or signed on to good policies or laws for the people they represent, as Warren G. Harding did as well. But deception, corruption, cruel cowardice, and complicity in political leaders harming hundreds, thousands, millions, and sometimes even only a handful of people wasn't good for my great-great-uncle's legacy. And it's certainly not good for Ohioans today. So where can we go from here? Let's start with the truth. Stop the lies, excuses, cowardice, deception. As Phoebe Dickerson Harding, Warren G. Harding's mom, and my great-great-grandmother would expect, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. From John 8, 32, the Bible. We must hold those who pledge to protect the health and well-being of their constituents and to defend the Constitution of Ohio and the United States of America accountable. We must work together, legislate, and fund transformation for our communities, our cities, counties, and states to be a country of liberty, justice, and sustainability for all. I will go to this dedication for Warren G. Harding in Marion, Ohio. I'll experience freshly built exhibits, fight hobnob phobia, gather new insights, and hopefully have a few meaningful conversations. But one thing is clear. It's time to shed the shame. It's his story, not mine. There's work for us to do. Stop fossil fuel extraction. Stop Enbridge Line 3. Pass the Green New Deal. Legislate a livable minimum wage. Legislate improved Medicare for all. End voter suppression. Ensure women's equality and reproductive rights, LGBTQIA rights, Black, Indigenous, people of color rights, 
end mass incarceration, pass strong gun reform, pass universal voter registration at 18 years old, legislate a pathway for citizenship for immigrants, transition to regenerative agriculture, end qualified immunity, establish ranked choice voting, provide free public school through university, forgive student debt, pass community rights, pass rights of nature. When you think about shame, each one of you, let that word resonate in you. Shame. Senator Oxlater, wake up. Hey, if you want to speak to the bill, speak to the bill, not for members of my nation. Why not? We're not going to do this. Why can't we? If you want to speak to the bill, you speak to the bill. I will speak to the bill, but I am talking to you as my representatives. All right, let's talk. Shame that this bill even got a hearing. Shame that Senator Bogan can only. I am respectful. You just have to hear someone who's not happy. All right? Fine. All right. Then listen to me. Stop stopping me. Here we go. Shame that Senator Hoagland, who owns START, Special Tactics and Rescue Training with Oil and Gas Services number one on his website has the audacity to write a bill that could foreseeably promote his personal business. Shame. Shame on you, Ohio, has already has trespassing laws. Rather than to work to protect concerned citizens' democratic rights, First Amendment guarantees the right of the people to assemble, the right to people to speak freely, and the right to petition the government. And you choose to pay homage to your donor, Alec, American Legislative Exchange Council, which a good number of you are well-standing members, and dare to pass a law which would take away our constitutional rights to protest peacefully. It appears Senate 250 legislation is straight out of the Alec manual, and I left that for you to read. Shame on you for allowing Ohio to become fracked. Fracked gas resource for colonies, economy resource for international corporate interests, frack rigs, pipelines, compressor stations, leading to the Belmont County Petrochemical Hub and future cancer alley to make plastic. When massive islands of floating plastic waste fills our ocean, killing whales, dolphins, turtles, fish, and fowl. Shame on you for letting this industry rape Ohio. Shame on you for not recognizing that we have 12 years to stop this catastrophic climate change fueled by our fossil fuel addiction. I have included the study in my, in my paper for you to read. SB 250 helps only the fracking perpetrators. It does not help us Ohioans. Shame on you. Because the good people of Ohio care. These people of Ohio care. They work tirelessly with no corporate donor contributions. They see what we see what's going on in our state. We see that our lives and livelihoods do 
joining us today. You've been listening to Grassroot Ohio, 94.1 FM, WGRN.org. We air Friday nights at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can listen to all our previous shows archived on the top post of our Grassroot Ohio Facebook page. There's a time to listen and learn, a time to organize and strategize, and a time to stand up, fight back. Come down, come down.